0: Hey everybody, what's up? It's your girl Bondi Blue and I am back for another Bondi Blue Show podcast. You guys, it is America, the season finale, and so much has been going on that I honestly did not know where to start. I had to actually lay out a timeline in order to get out to you all of the things that have been happening in the White House, in politics, right now. Just this past week, today even, okay? so. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start off with Melania. You guys, some tapes came out last week. Some secret conversations that she was having with a woman named Stephanie Wolkoff, who I believe was some type of aid to Melania in the White House, okay? She was fired, used as a scapegoat, and now she's putting out a book. And to support this book, are audio recordings of Melania Trump, just being the absolute worst, okay? Like, first of all, complaining about having to do decorations for Christmas at the White House, you know, uh, complaining about the media and their response to her and her "I don't care, do you?" jacket when she went to see the kids at the border in 2018. You know, she's like, "I tried, I tried," but you have to go through the proper channels through the law, and then she proceeds to take. And then she proceeds to say how she loves to piss off the liberal media, which means she mimics her husband's ignorant sentiments about the media, okay? At the end of the day, yes, obviously there is biased media at this point. News is no longer what it used to be. Even when you think it's not biased, it is. I understand everybody's point of view about that, but all in all, this is just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just crazy that this is the person Who is the first lady of our country? you know what I mean like just the fact that you were dumb enough to get caught up on the phone with this lady and who is this lady like Stephanie Wolkoff first of all like you it ain't loyal and I get it like who's loyal to this Trump administration why would you be loyal to them they're not loyal to themselves they're not loyal to the American people why would you be loyal to them okay they you know ostracized you probably messed up your bag and now you're putting out a book in order to retrieve ducats and I understand and I'm not mad about it what I am mad about is the sentiments that you echoed while you were having conversations with her and i don't know whether that was just to get her to talk more freely but something something makes me believe that even though you knew her comments would be used against her in in the most ignorant way like oh my god girl really christmas okay fine but it also makes me feel as if for you to even be in her circle in the first place you also feel the same way about a lot of the things. You know what I'm saying? And it's just unfortunate, like, that people actually are in the White House agreeing with him. And, and Melania, dear, like, as much as you seem to agree with your husband's politics, you still don't seem to like him. However, however, obviously, they are touching one another. We're going to get into that in a minute. Okay, so thanks, Stephanie Wolkoff, for giving us something else to talk about as it pertains to this White House, this administration. Okay? The debates. Donald Trump and Joe Biden, a complete and utter shit show. Shit show, okay? First of all, Trump being the consummate ignorant person that he is, constantly interrupted Joe Biden and low-blowed. I mean, when he brought up Joe Biden's son being an unemployed cokehead, I could have passed the fuck out. This is the person that's our president throwing low blows like that. And from what I understand, I didn't even know this, Joe Biden has a speech impairment and when people are constantly interrupted, it exacerbates their speech impairment, hence all of the that, 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 that. And at the end of the day, I don't need you to be able to, to you know work I guess as you normally would under these circumstances with this man, with this clown, as you so eloquently put it during the debate, like no one is looking at Joe Biden, at least I'm not, okay? Like I feel like a lot of people felt like Joe Biden just did not hit hard enough that i understand but nobody i feel like is expecting him to be able to be perfect under these circumstances because it doesn't matter what he did he was going to come out looking like the bad guy if he went at trump's neck they were going to say oh oh my god he went at trump's neck and totally ignore all of the low blows and ignorant and harmful and hurtful things that trump said during this debate okay so he has to fly high and also in flying high you're getting a little discombobulated okay everybody's like 70 years old I don't understand why the presidents have to be so old it's actually kind of stupid okay I think somebody in their like 40s you know what I'm saying honestly yeah like 40s 50s I think that's the age people should be presidents not in their 70s okay because he just wasn't he wasn't he wasn't here he wasn't sharp enough Joe Biden he was not okay And let's not even get into his politics about police, okay? And the justice system, you want to give them more money? Yeah, I don't agree with that. But I also feel like at this point, it's life or death. I'm annoyed with people like Blueface and Waka Flocka and other like rappers or people who live in a different tax bracket that want to influence other people on how they should or shouldn't vote really. Because I feel like what are you telling them? We all know that Joe Biden is not the best candidate. We're never going to have the best candidate in this situation. We have never been in a situation like this. Joe Biden wasn't even going to run for president. but the Democrats are so trash. It's like, what else are we going to do? I mean, you guys, this is like unprecedented for foolishness. There has never been a president that has been this disrespectful of procedure in law, and office, like in duty and integrity. I mean, oh, my God. And the idea that Fox News and anybody from that side can criticize people for the way they look, talk, act is amazing to me. This is the person that y'all elected. He's a child. He's immature. He's disrespectful. He's a clown, for God's sake. He's making jokes. I mean, he makes jokes he doesn't even know he's making okay like when he stood in front of everybody recently to show that he could breathe and said hi there it's your favorite president dude you're like the worst literally and that's coming from a black person that knows that some of these presidents own slaves the moderator tried chris wallace i believe that's his name he tried he really did you know i don't know what y'all thought He was going to be able to do when Trump doesn't believe that he has to follow the rules. I honestly feel like there should have been an agreement that the mics would be cut if they did not, you know, stop interrupting one another, or more so if Trump didn't stop interrupting Joe, okay? Because he would not even let him answer a question at some point. And then when it comes to denouncing white supremacy, we get a talk around answer. So I just felt as if nothing. Nothing was accomplished. I think everybody that's going to vote for Joe is going to vote for Joe. I think everybody that's going to vote for Trump is going to vote for Trump. And everybody that has decided that they're doing something woke by splitting the vote, like nobody cares. Like if you're not gonna actually help this process, just whatever, like (laughs) I'm over it at this point. I just want this election to be done and over with, okay? So after the shit show debate, the aide, Hope Hicks, okay? The very flirtatious, obviously attractive, okay, to Trump. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just saying she's attractive, but what I'm saying is there are pictures of him, you know, googly-eyed over her, all right? So that was the picture I saw posted when the story came out that his very close aide, Hope Hicks, had coronavirus. I was like, oh my God, it's happening, it's happening. I knew it was only a matter of time. I know a lot of people don't think that Trump actually got coronavirus, I'm sorry. Even though I don't believe anything he says, I don't think he meant for this story to come out. I believe he knew he had coronavirus before they announced it. I believe he knew he had coronavirus before the debate. Because apparently he showed up late to the debate so he didn't get tested prior to the debate like he was supposed to, like I'm sure Joe Biden did. And let's not forget him mocking Joe Biden and him wearing big masks everywhere he went, no matter what. And the next day after Hope Hicks comes out, it, it, what was it, like 1 a.m., when we find out that President Donald Trump and his wife Melania Trump have tested positive for coronavirus okay and from that we found out r.i.p to justice ruth bader ginsburg okay r.i.p because i know she really tried to hold on she's been fighting cancer for years and it came back and this was like the worst you know possible situation was for her to pass before the election okay but here we are she passes away okay rest her soul she asked that they wait until the election to select a new Supreme Court justice to replace her, okay? And when President Obama was tasked with this same thing, when he was about to leave office, Mitch McConnell voted that he should not be able to do that, that they should have to wait for the next administration, which is how we got the guy who was accused of date raping a girl, but whatever. Now, He has the choice to pick another and he chooses to completely ignore Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg's request. So disrespectful. And he has a ceremony for the woman that he wants to take her seat. Amy Coney Barrett is the woman who he wants to take the seat. I believe she has like five children, which is (laughs) something that excites the conservatives, I'm sure. She's against IVF. She believes that it's against God's will because that's what we need. A Supreme Court justice that's going to use their religion as basis for how they vote for the women of this country. That's what we need. Okay, but he decides to have this ceremony to announce that she is the one he is nominating, okay? And all of these people are in attendance, okay? Seemingly 200 plus people. And so far, these are the people we know have contracted coronavirus from this event at the White House that is being called a super spreader. Hope Hicks, Nicholas Lucas, Stephen Miller, Kaylee McE- Enan, I believe that's her name, Kaylee McEenan, en- whatever, child Kaylee, all right? Mike Lee, Thorne Tolson, Charles W. Ray, Roman McDaniel, Bill Stephen, Kellyanne Conway, Chris Christie, John L. Jenkins, Greg Laurie, and let's not forget President Trump and Melania Trump. Okay. And about eight other people. Also, we found out that they're not doing any tracing. Apparently, whenever something like this happens, the CDC is supposed to come in, contain and trace and inform all of the people who might possibly have gotten infected from the super spreader party at the White House, okay? That the president, who's supposed to be an example, had, okay? So not only did you infect people by having this party, not only have you infected people in the past by having rallies, let's not forget about Tosa and Herman Cain, okay, but now, instead of staying in Walter Reed Hospital like it was suggested that you do, you return to the White House to not only further infect your security and your main aides and administration, but the people and staff who work in the White House as well. So yeah, this is your president. Then he gets on a video, calls himself everybody's favorite president, and as he takes deep, heaving breaths, tells us deep deep breathing breaths clue reference okay he tells us that he's immune maybe to the disease this is what we're dealing with not only are you lying about it not only did you make it worse for us as a country i mean there are countries all over the world you guys who handle this shit new zealand has this shit down to a science They are not playing about it. But here, of all places, America, supposed to be a great world power is handling this pandemic like a fucking third world country. No disrespect to the countries who are identified as third world. No disrespect, but you know what I mean. This is ridiculous. The CDC hasn't really been involved in the tracing that they say is going on. But when you contact some of the people who were at the White House, they have not been contacted by anyone about being infected with coronavirus. So, yeah, they're saying they're doing it, but they're not really doing it. Then Trump announces after everyone gets online and doesn't wish him well, which let's be very clear, I don't wish death on anyone because you're going to die anyway. That seems I don't know. Stupid, (laughs) repetitive maybe, okay? But either way, I knew he was gonna get better. I did not think that this virus was going to kill him and I would never, you know, publicly wish death on anyone, okay? But what I will do is what Trump told the Proud Boys to do during the debate, and that is stand back and stand by. That is what I will do. Trump, because he could not handle people's response, decides to hold the stimulus check, the next and second installment of the little bitty money that they were supposed to give everybody in order to help with the pandemic and the loss of revenue that households have suffered throughout the pandemic that you caused by firing the people who were supposed to watch and make sure that this didn't happen to us. (laughs) But I digress. He decides that he will wait until he is reelected to give out stimulus checks. I mean, Petty doesn't cut it, really, because I feel like petty doesn't put people's lives in danger. Like this is super duper, <laughs> super duper, duper petty. Oh my God. So then the vice presidential debate between Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. First of all, Mike Pence eyes. Red shot, we didn't know what was going on. Did he pop a blood vessel? Is he okay? Is he sick? Questions all. I haven't heard him say much, throughout this entire four-year presidency that they have been in administration okay but I felt like he was going to you know tote the party line which is exactly what he did and when asked questions directly he would give stories and retorts and circle around the airport until we no longer cared what he was talking about we just wanted it to be over first of all you can't be my vice president anymore. Like I would never vote for you because you don't believe in systematic racism. After everything that has taken place, you don't believe in systematic racism, but then in turn, turn around and try to bring up Kamala Harris's record as it pertains to criminal justice. I thought that was funny. So it's like, oh, so Kamala Harris is the only one that was there putting black folks in jail. Am I to understand it? Because you just said you don't believe in systematic racism. So why are you using an example of systematic racism against Kamala Harris in the next question during the debates? Mike Pence, make it make sense, okay? Like just right there, you're not even astute enough. And I really do feel like Kamala was like lightweight, not even hitting him as hard as she could have Because I've seen her, she's in the Senate hearings all the time, she plays no games. No games at all. And I don't care how you feel about her, you have to respect someone who is able to vocalize themselves in such a way that people cannot just stump all over them in the debate when they continue to interrupt. The moderator for this debate, terrible, terrible. And you can tell that she was allowing Mike Pence to speak longer and interrupt more than she did for Kamala. And Kamala had to actually say, I'm gonna finish my thought, okay, because he interrupted me. So I'm gonna finish my thought, okay. You know what I mean? And I mean, just the lies, the lies, the lies, and the flies. Let's not forget about the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head and stayed there for two minutes. I have not laughed so hard in my life. I mean, I was watching it and I just could not believe (laughs) that the fly didn't move for two minutes. Someone said it was the ancestors, and I believe that was true. So I think we can say that Harris won the debate. For me, she won the debate. After Trump announces that he won't debate Joe Biden because they've decided to make it virtual because he's contracted coronavirus. To me, you don't want to debate because you don't want to give people an opportunity to see that you're not as well as y'all y'all are putting on, if you ask me. Um, I do believe he has it. I believe that he has it because of his own willful ignorance. I mean, it, it only makes sense that someone who refuses to wear a mask, someone who's probably kind of nasty. Like, I know y'all think that he's a neat freak and all of that because, you know, he doesn't want to shake hands. But... I don't believe that (laughs) I don't somebody who doesn't want to shake hands, but then also probably doesn't wash their hands after they leave the bathroom. Like, give me a break. okay? like I just. I won't believe for a second that he really doesn't have it because I don't think that it was set enough that the American public would not view this as a weakness that you even caught it in the first place. Now, if this turns out to be another lie, I will not be surprised at all. But I just believe based on what we've seen of him that he seems to be having a tough time breathing. And I just don't believe that they would have wanted something like this to come out about him. I don't think they care enough They know their base is going to follow them no matter what. There was no need to actually react to bad press. Since when does he actually react to bad press with a plan? It's more so with a temper tantrum than anything, but not with a plan to pretend to have coronavirus. That just doesn't really, I mean it makes sense but not really you know there were just too many other factors that could have come into play and the way everybody around him has gotten infected as well yeah no I believe it happened just based off the fact that so many other people got it like obviously he got it I'm just gonna say that I hope everyone goes out and votes I really really do also George Floyd murderer Derek Chauvin was released from prison posting a $1 million bond. I'm not surprised that he actually posted the bond because I believe that the police coalitions of America all of those unions of police officers I believe that they are always saving up money and people are always donating to them out of the hatred in their hearts for black people and whatever we stand for when we talk about how we do not appreciate the police and the way they have been put together and the way they police so we want this defunded okay defunded and I don't think that means to erase them completely but there needs to be a restructuring of this whole entire process because on the heels of George Floyd's murderer being released another black man shot and killed by a police officer so a very large white officer shot and killed a man named Jonathan price so Jonathan price was trying to break up a fight (laughs) another situation where somebody is just trying to break up a fight and they end up either damn near dead or dead. Okay. This man actually was putting his hand out to shake the police officer's hand and ask him how he was doing. And the police officer then proceeds to tase him. And when he went to pull the taser, I mean, I guess having a reaction to being electrocuted, the police officer then shoots him and kills him. This was also I believe, you know, someone who was a sympathizer of the police department who had posted on social media that he understood little Wayne's, you know, point of view and that police officers had saved his life. And I'm like, there are great cops out there. I don't think anybody has ever said that there aren't good cops out there, okay? We know about Carl Winslow and and those of the world, okay? I know a lot of us who probably know police officers who are good people. But at the end of the day, when you work inside of a system that punishes people who do the right thing and helps people who do the wrong thing, that system is broken. And everyone inside of it is subject to that brokenness, okay? At the end of the day. So it doesn't matter that there is a cop that did the right thing. There are cops that do the wrong thing and those cops should be reprimanded justly, okay? And in this situation, I feel like we finally got that because they actually charged the police officer with murder. The officer's name is Sean Lucas, just so you know. So Sean Lucas um, of Wolf City, Texas, was charged with murder after shooting this 31-year-old black man who just tried to intervene during a dispute. I'm sorry this man lost his life. I really am. The officer thought Price was intoxicated because being drunk means you should get shot, you guys. But, I mean, at least this time, hopefully justice will be served. At least he got arrested because that's not at all what we have gotten in the Breonna Taylor situation. There have been more and more things coming out about Breonna Taylor ever since the terrible district attorney, Daniel Cameron, decided to only ask for the wanton endangerment charges against only one police officer, never actually bringing in, in front of the jury the possibility of manslaughter or murder charges of any kind. So if he doesn't present that, they can't vote on that. But that does not mean that that's not what happened. It's obvious that Daniel Cameron is in somebody's pocket. So a juror came out and asked that the actual recordings and all of the transcript from the grand jury be released to the public, or at least in some form, so that people will have a clear understanding on the fact that Daniel Cameron tried to use the jurors as a scapegoat he did not actually present them with any charges for Breonna Taylor's murder. Everything was the wonton endangerment shots into other people's apartments, but not her. He also said that her boyfriend shot at the police, but I believe that that has also been proven to not be true. So there are a lot of things that are going on with this case that just seem very messed up and it should not just be over and done with because Daniel Cameron is being used by the man to not give Breonna Taylor the justice that she deserves for whatever reason, okay? And this whole idea that, oh, she was with a drug dealer, at the end of the day, so what? So what? What does that have to do with police who had the wrong address coming to someone's home who had no drugs in their home and shooting it up until they were dead? Then not caring enough to try and get them help once they realized the person was shot several times. I've told y'all before and I will say it again. I believe that Breonna Taylor was a hit. I don't know why, but that is how I feel. It does not make sense that they would not arrest. It does not make sense that they would not arrest these police officers like or at least bring up charges for all of the various things that they did wrong during this process. And what about them saying there was no body cam footage and now all of a sudden there's all this body cam footage that's come out. I mean, it's just so much to it that is just not okay. And I don't know what's going to have to happen because this whole grand jury process is shady as shit. Okay. And I think at this point, new laws and new structuring of said laws needs to be introduced. We really need a younger a younger group of people at this point. I feel like we we did that in the last election, but that needs to continue. Younger groups of people with knowledge running for office. And I also feel like we need to change the criteria for becoming a president. People need to have an understanding of the law before they can be over law in land, as far as I'm concerned. Trump becoming a president, Ronald Reagan becoming a president, ridiculous. I just cannot. But anyway, y'all, that's all I got. That's all I have to say about all of the depressing politicking that's been going on in these streets. I hope y'all enjoyed my take and opinion on everything. I hope y'all are faring well under the circumstances, okay? But you know, we're going to keep on keeping on. Shout out to Gladys Knight. I love y'all, and I hope y'all will catch the next Bondi Blue Show podcast. Share it with your people now. Peace out.